Hallelujah. Say, sin's power over me is broken. Sin's power over my life is broken. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Give thanks to him, give thanks to him, give thanks to him. Jesus is the reason why we are here today. He's the reason why you are here today. And he knows you by name. Thank you, Jesus Christ. You may be seated. Give a joyful smile to your neighbor. A joyful smile. Say, neighbor. Worry not. Because I know my Redeemer, my Savior, is alive. I am in his presence. Say, neighbor. Your load, your trouble, give it to him and receive his peace. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. My name is Racine. I have the inner grace to be a disciple of my mentor, Prophet T.B. Joshua, who has changed my life today. I am here to share with you the message of salvation and righteousness. That message will point you to your future in Jesus' name. Yeah. Say, that message, that message will point me to my future, the good future God has for me. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus Christ's name. Hallelujah. The scripture says that we are in the world, but we are not part of it. We are in the world, but we are not a part of it. Brethren, the Bible says that fleshly desires and spiritual desires Fleshly desires and spiritual desires are two opposite masters. Let someone say two opposite masters. You cannot give equal attention, equal concentration, equal loyalty to both. Because both of them want us to run the straight race with them. Say, neighbor, who are you serving today? Brethren, the Bible says that if we live according to the desire of the human sinful nature, we will die. But if we live according to the spirit, we have life and peace. Let someone say life and peace. Today people run, 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 run. Because of outward needs. It is a fear of tomorrow that leads people to amass, to lay up wealth on earth. Wealth on earth with neglect of eternity. 
Let someone say, say neighbor, if you are focused only on making money, a large slice of life will pass you by. Satisfaction in life does not consist alone in having wealth, feet of cars. No. The man of God points to us that until you experience God, there will be dissatisfaction in your life. There will be a sense of hunger to know what happens after life is over. Remember his words. Vanity, vanity upon vanity. What profit is man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Say neighbor. Neighbor. Pay attention to God's word. Pay attention. Be focused on God. Because where your treasure is, there your heart will be. This brings us to the title of our message this morning. Live for eternity. Say neighbor. Live for eternity. Labor. Neighbor. Focus on Jesus. He's the answer. Let's go to the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3. We start reading from verse 11. Are you there? The book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3. From verse 11, I read. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity in their hearts. Let's say eternity. eternity. He has put eternity in their hearts, except that no one can find out the work that God does from beginning to end. Verse 12 and last. I know that nothing is better for them than to rejoice and to do good in their lives. Let's say live for eternity. Right from the beginning, in the Garden of Eden, the cordial, the good relationship between God and man suffered a great loss. When man broke the ties, when man broke the bond by suddenly becoming unfaithful to God. Immediately, Adam missed the mark, the standard of God, obedience to his word. He was filled with guilt. And were not able to come into the presence of God anymore. This means the mountain of guilt is what separates man from his creator. Man's rights and privileges were taken away from him. Dominion was removed from him. But praise the Lord God Almighty. Let someone say, God is merciful. Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, 
our Savior was sent from above to buy us back from the dominion of sin and Satan. Jesus came to set us free. And the scripture says, whom the Son of God sets free is free indeed. I don't know what you have been through, but all I can tell you today, if you take Jesus, if you make Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, all your sins will be forgiven. But you do not experience that forgiveness until you receive it by faith. Let someone say, by faith. You will not experience it until you receive it by faith. Faith focuses on God. Let somebody say, believing in Christ. That is the connection. Believing in Christ, that is our connection because the scripture says, believing is the only answer. Believing, let somebody say, believing is the only answer. Because righteousness is not for those who confess only, but for those who believe. Let somebody say, for those who believe. Believing in Christ Jesus redeems our life. Redeems our times. Redeems our ways. Because Jesus is the only way, the only truth, and the only life. As for the way, he is the beginning, the middle, and the end. As for the truth, he is the source. To know the truth is to know Jesus Christ. As for the life, he is the end of it. There is no reality outside him. And that life is eternal life. Let someone say eternal life. Eternal life, the nature of God. Let someone say eternal life. Believing in Christ, say believing in Christ redeems my life. Believing in Christ redeems my way. Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 27, I know my sheep. My sheep knows my voice and follow me. And I will give them eternal life. Eternal life is the joy and chief good of the immortal soul. God is not as much interested in our present condition than in our eternal glory. Because man is an immortal soul. Therefore, the happiness God provides is eternal life as a gift. 
And with it, we have the assurance of heaven. Say, I have the assurance of heaven. God's love for you and me is unlimited. And his love expands beyond the grave. Tell your neighbor, say neighbor. God has a plan for you. A good plan for you. Say, my shepherd is alive. Brethren, shepherds oftentimes lose their sheep to perish. But our shepherd, Jesus, has vowed that none of his sheep shall perish. Say, I am in God's hand. Nothing out of God's control can happen to me. Say, I am in God's hand. No one will snatch me out of the hand of my shepherd. He so carefully takes care of us. Not only within his flock, his fold, but also under his protection and preservation. That's why you are alive today. Say, neighbor, trust in Jesus Christ. And you shall be never confounded in time or eternity. Say, my ways are secured. Say, I am walking with the Lord. What is seen cannot dictate my direction. Jesus Christ is greater than all the combined forces of hell on earth. His purpose is to take us to the Heavenly Father, you and I. Therefore, all the divine powers of heaven are engaged to accomplish this divine purpose. Say, I know where I belong. I know where I belong. Say, are you a citizen of heaven? Are you? Say, neighbor, are you a citizen of heaven? If you are, say, thank you, Jesus, for my salvation. Thank you, Jesus, for redeeming my way. God has a plan for you and I. God allowed everything that concerns you and I on earth to happen in its proper time and season. No matter what you have been living from childbirth, there is an appointed time for you. And I believe today is a time for you. Yeah. I believe no matter what you have been going through, you are under his care. No matter what comes, no matter what happens, Jesus is away. Tell neighbor, fear not. Say neighbor, worry not. Say neighbor, lift up your voice to him. Human being long for eternity. Yet, they do not understand what God has done from beginning to end. 
you may not understand his ways. But the scripture says that's what constitutes the beauty of creation. Say, neighbor, God has a plan for me. That plan is for whosoever wills. Human understanding is limited because it cannot see God. That point of view is not based on the truth. Jesus Christ is the truth. Our human understanding is limited. We cannot see the things that are invisible, which are eternal. Many of us today, we are spiritually blinded. We are dull, dull in comprehension. Say neighbor, neighbor. Many people today, many people today are blinded to our spiritual vision. They are blinded, we cannot see beyond. The unseen realm, the unseen kingdom of God in our midst, absolutely blocked, closed to our spiritual vision. So neighbor, don't measure the love of God by your situation. Don't measure God's faithfulness, his promises, by your situation, say, neighbor, stop limiting God. Say, stop limiting God for a certain answer. Stop limiting God to outward needs. There is more to that. God has a plan for you and I. We always see the outward effect of the devil. But we are blind to the spiritual cause. I mean, whatever you are going through. We don't know the purpose. We don't know the cause, the source of our situation. We are quickly minded to judge to blame and pity ourselves. Say, neighbor, don't let your situation mislead you. We should be careful not to misjudge ourselves because of our situation. When you find yourself in such circumstances, such as hardship, affliction, trials of any kind, failure. Remember, what you see as failure is not failure at all from eternity perspective. What you see as the end is not the end from eternity perspective. Beyond your situation, say beyond my situation, there lies God's purpose. Say neighbor, beyond that trouble, 
Behind it lies the purpose of God. God sometimes uses foolish things. He can use anything to strengthen our desire and determination for him. To stop us a while when we go too far. He uses anything to strengthen our determination for him, our desire for him to stop us for a while in order to reorganize our life for our future. So as a believer, no matter what you are passing through, that serves a purpose. Are you sick? Are you facing barrenness? Are you rejected? Are you living in failure, in fear, condemnation, guilt? Remember, there is a way out. And the way out for you has come. Yeah. Say, neighbor, there is a way out. Yeah. And the way out for me has come. Yeah. Jesus Christ is the way. Is the way. He is the beginning. The middle and the end. He's aware of my situation. So as a believer, that situation is meant to prepare you for a new level in life. As a believer, what you are going through is for your obedience to God's will. Because God values processing more than result. Say, God values processing more than result. The scripture says that physical growth is a function of time. Say, physical growth is a function of time. Intellectual growth is a function of learning. Spiritual growth is a function of none of the these, of none of these, is a function of obedience to the will of God. Say neighbor, neighbor, worry not. Neighbor, apply your heart to understanding. Say neighbor, seek him, seek his kingdom, seek his wisdom. That's the wisdom of God. It sees beyond now. Finally, brethren, this world is a market. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, this world is a marketplace. In order not to end up like the masses out there who are merely wandering and certain of their dreams and goals, your objective must be clear. In order not to end up like the masses out there who are merely wandering and certain 
of their goals and dreams. Your objective must be clear today. Prophet T.B. Joshua says that, and I quote, in order to live life to the fullest, your goal must reflect your purpose. What is our purpose? Jesus says clearly, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and every other thing shall be given to you. Eternal life is a sole end of our activities on this earth. And it is for whosoever wills. Say, neighbor, it is for whosoever wills. It is for you today, if you believe. Say, neighbor, it is for you today, if you believe in him. Any man who hears the word of God and act on it. Anyone who hears the word of God and act on that word can venture into faith. Can have faith and exercise faith. In other words, salvation is a good thing to be hoped for. But if you want to be saved, you must put substance to your faith and receive Jesus by faith. Let's must say by faith. Genuine faith, true faith, as recorded in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1, has substance. Let's must say substance. What is the substance? Substance means faith in the eternal an unchanging word of God. Any person today who steps out in this type of faith stand on the solid rock. Say, I stand on the solid rock. You are designed by God to think with him, to act with him, to talk with him, and to rule. For man to act with God, to plan with God, faith is a necessary condition. Let someone say, faith is a necessary condition. Now, as you are sitting down, God is looking at your heart. As you are sitting down, he is not far from you. As you are sitting down, if you trust in Christ's ability to heal you, deliver you, save you, today it is done. If you are willing, the job is half done. Because the love is willing. Say, if you are willing, the job is half done. Because Jesus is willing to heal, to save, and to deliver. This message is challenging you today to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Today, take a pause and reflect on your life. 
See beyond that situation that brought you here. Because if you learn what God has made you for and how he treasures your company, John 7.37 says, you will discover the streams of living waters welling up to eternal life. Say neighbor. Neighbor, have a look of faith to Jesus. Neighbor, see beyond that situation. Let us live for eternity and we shall secure all, say all, all that is available in it. Trust in Christ Jesus. You will never be confounded in time or eternity. May God bless his word in Jesus' name. Thank you.